Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates, and I am back in Brevard County with Sheriff Wayne Ivey. And uh, Sheriff Ivey, over the last year, has shared a lot of information with us. And, Sheriff, I want to thank you for doing that. Welcome back to the program. Oh, absolutely, Sam. Thank you. I mean, you're you're out there pushing out the information and stuff. We're a great partnership. My pleasure to be partnered. And, you know, one of the things that I see in the community is often seniors fall prey to some financial scheme of one sort or another. Uh, how can they avoid getting put into that situation? Yeah, so the, the easiest way, Sam, I mean, if we were going to break it down and mm-hmm. say, okay, we got, we got one shot at telling people how to avoid being victims of, of frauds and scams and identity theft and everything else, it's to use one of the smallest words in the world, the word no. Um, when used properly, it's the most uh, you know, strong and impacting word. Um, what happens is what we see is, uh, first of all, let's talk about why do our seniors become victims uh, of, of these type of financial crimes and things of that nature. Um, several things feed into that. One, they're usually very financially stable. They're at a point in their lives where they've, they've maybe retired or they're getting close to retirement, um, so they have some sense of financial stability. Two, they have a lot of time on their hands, so they're at home more or they're more susceptible to answer the phone. Um, three, they're from a generation when um, your word was your bond, and uh, they, they take things at face value. And so, um, and then four, and, and the, the biggest reason of all is because of the evil in the heart of the perpetrator that targets what I believe can be at times our most vulnerable um, uh, citizens in our community. So um, you put all of those things together, it's a recipe for disaster. And um, what we try and encourage our citizens to do, you know, you, you show me a problem in the world, Sam, and I'll show you where part of the solution is education and awareness. And so we try and feed as much information. Our crime prevention unit does a great job at getting out, going to homeowners meetings, rotary clubs, churches, um, uh, senior centers, all of these different places, and just pushing out just tons and tons of information, almost almost like drinking out of a fire hose at times. But um, the more of that you can absorb, the, the better off you are. And so, you know, there's, there's a few things that our citizens can do to really – hammer and protect themselves. And the first one is um, let your voicemail and your answering machine be your friend. Um, If you don't know who it is, if you don't look at your phone and see it's Sam Yates or Wayne Ivey, then don't answer that phone. Um, uh, Let it go to voicemail. Let whatever it is, if it's important, they will leave you a message. Um, So, you know, I use use that all the time. Even, Even if my daughter calls me I let it go to voicemail because I know she's going to want money. And so uh, I, I, I pretend I didn't get the, the voicemail, you know. So, um, But what we really try to do is get everybody to start using that free tool. Just don't answer your phone. Let it go to voicemail. Um, when you hear the voicemail, if it's one of those that says your Discover card has been compromised, chances are you don't even have a Discover card, so it couldn't have been compromised. Secondly, they're going to give you a phone number to call. Don't ever call that number. If you do have a Discover card or an American Express or a Visa or a MasterCard or uh, whatever it is, look on the back of it. In the smallest font possible, they'll have written the 800 Absolutely, number. Absolutely, yes. Um, which yeah. makes no sense, by yeah. the way. But, but they'll have written an 800 number on the mm-hmm. back of that card. Call that number. And what you'll most likely find is they're going to say, there's nothing wrong with your account. Somebody is trying to pull the wool over on you. So, so that's, that's rule number one. 
Rule number two is don't open your door for strangers. Don't let strangers approach you. You don't have to be rude. Mm-hmm. Um, simply say no thank you and walk away from somebody. Um, uh, now, if it's Girl Scouts selling Girl Scout cookies, buy those and call me. I will <laughs> test those because, you know, I, I need to make sure they're safe. So Absolutely. I'll test all of those. But um, other than that, um, walk away from it because if, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. The second thing is a lot of people like to toy with these, these fraudsters. The more you talk to them, even though you think you're getting on them, they're getting information from you. And so don't. It's, it's, it's fun and everything else to, you know, set them up, but don't. Um, you know, we see schemes out there like the, the grand, what we call the grandmother scheme, where your grandchild calls you and says, Grandma, I've been arrested. Don't tell Mom and Dad. I need money. Fake, false, all of that. Um, uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, be careful uh, what you, uh, who you give your social security number to, um, you know, the social security number was not designed to be used as it is is today. It wasn't intended for that. It was intended to track your earnings, and now it's become the strongest identifier we have. So be careful with it. Um, it's not just about keeping it in a safe place. It's about holding it in a safe place, and that means not you know, giving it to somebody every time they ask. You go to the doctor's office, you step up to that little frosty window and they hand you the clipboard and say, fill this out. Don't fill out your social security number. They already got it. You've been to that doctor before. Um, So, you know, be careful who you're giving it to. We go buy a car. First thing we do when we pull up on the the car lot is the salesperson comes out. You know, you look great riding in that. Let me get your social security number so I can get you pre-approved. You're going to buy a car. Get pre-approved before you leave the house. It's very easy to do. Do it through your own, you know, financial institution. All of these little tricks of the trade are great value to us. Sheriff, a lot of those are just common sense that I don't think people use common sense anymore. Well, again, you have to go back to the generation that we're talking about um, is a trusting generation. And man, shouldn't we be so blessed to still live in that world where where your word was your bond, a handshake was, was the contract. Um, but we're not. We're not in that world anymore. And so um, we, we have to, you know, make sure that we're taking every step. The other thing is there's, there's two websites out there that I would encourage people to go to. If, you, if you're online, um, uh, go to these two websites. One of them is called 419Eater, um, just like somebody like me that likes to eat, 419Eater.com. Um, and 419 is the penal code in Nigeria for fraud. And so it, it shows us all of the overseas frauds. You know, um, I found this cache of gold. I need to get back in the country. Um, you know, uh, please send money to Reverend so-and-so, all of those. So this website <clears throat> catalogs all that and keeps the trends and everything else. So you can see what the common trends are. <clears throat> the other one is Krebs on Security. And Krebs on Security is K-R-E-B-B-S, I believe. Krebs on Security. One word, Krebs on security. And it's more on the technology side. It's more of the scams that you're going to encounter on your computer um, uh, through websites and stuff like that. And it keeps you updated. Now. Those two are a great guide for keeping us out of trouble. You know, I'm glad you said about the websites and email. Uh, I'm a lucky person. In the last 24 hours, I have won a surprise from CVS. I have won 10 fans. I have won. They're all scams. Right. But the average senior out there may not know that. So that information that you yeah. just passed on. Here, here's what incredible. I will tell you. Um, uh, in today's world, mm-hmm. nothing's free. And so somebody that's offering you great return on your investment 
um, is is offering you to be broke is what what they're doing. Um, uh, you know, don't don't give people money. Don't talk to people you don't know. If you want to make a donation, this is another place where where they get you. They they you know they'll call and say I'm calling for the firefighters association or the police benevolence or the FOP or the state troopers association. I think is very common. Um, you know, I've been sheriff for ten years. And not once have I gotten a check from any of those organizations to help us run this agency. Not once have I gotten a check from any of those organizations that are doing that kind of revenue generation. Do we have the PBA and FOP that are staples of our agency? Absolutely. But those people are in direct contact with us. They're not out soliciting online for, for revenue and stuff. Um, you know, so, so don't fall for that. If you want to donate money to the Brevard County Sheriff's Office, the Melbourne Police Department, the, the SPCA, whomever you want to donate money to, pick up the phone, call them, and ask them where to send that money. Um, and and that way you're assured that your money is going to where you intend it to go to. You know, I also have to give you a big pat on the back because you and the department are very, very digitally informed. Uh, as a matter of fact, your digital forensic unit just received a, a major national award. Tell yeah. us about that. So, um, you know, the, the forensics, uh, you know, that, that we do on computers and stuff can range in anything from um, a really and truly a fraud investigation to a missing child investigation to narcotics to child pornography. Um, and, and that team that we have um, we, we have a great partnership with the you know, Secret Service, uh, and uh, when, when you look at the, the discoveries of that forensics unit and the, the cases that they extract and they help on and everything else, and they don't just do it for our agency, they're doing it for every agency in Brevard County, local, state, and federal agencies. Um, you know, I, I think if I remember correctly, they give out 50 awards. The, the yes. uh, Secret Service gives yeah. out 50 um, awards, and they're really cool, too. It's a, a big uh, metal plate that's that's perfectly and beautifully engraved and stuff. But they give out 50 a year to their top producers out of their forensic um, uh, Nationwide. Nationwide. Yeah. Um, uh, we got three of them this year. So three of the 50 went to us and it's, it's just really amazing to see you know our team have that kind of ability to impact and save lives and you know bravo to them they're so hard working and stuff and and um they don't let me around any of that stuff because um uh, giving me a cell phone is dangerous enough um so let me around their equipment would be bad well ladies and gentlemen i have to tell you something uh the sheriff may be saying they don't let him around things, but he is the leader of doing things. And when I first met you uh, over a year ago, uh, we were talking about crime in Brevard County and the amazing progress that you have made fighting crime. So that unit is a testimony in part to the overall uh, crime fighting activities uh, under your department. Yeah, we, we've been very blessed. You know, um, the, the, the smartest thing that we did when we first uh, took, took over, um, you know, and I, and I followed a great sheriff. I followed Jack Parker, who had, who had done a great job um, with the agency and lowering the crime rate and, and impacting the community. So I had a great foundation to launch from. And uh, um, I, I will tell you that um, we set out a goal to lower our crime rate. And we, we strategized. We met in a room, much like you and I are sitting in right now, and we strategized about how do we do it. And the, the first thing we knew was we had to create a partnership with our citizens. And the reality is we want to protect everybody. 
But the likelihood of us standing next to you when you're about to be the victim of crime is slim and none. So what we had to do was pre prepare you to protect yourself. And so through creating a partnership and through flooding you with information and, and stuff about what's going on, we give you the ability to be the first line of defense for you and your family and your business. And so that was the, that was the model we, we put in. That was the model we, we pushed. We had to be able to reach you. So we created different avenues, whether that was reaching you through email, through in-person presentations at the Homeowners Association or the Rotary Club or Kiwanis or wherever it was, um, whether that was reaching you through our faith-based organizations or reaching you through our social media um, footprint. We had to be able to reach you and give you crime prevention information before you become a victim, not after. And so that was that was the goal, and uh, it has worked. We have lowered our crime rate almost 52% in 10 years. And that is one of the reasons I enjoy doing this program, because it makes me feel that I'm helping a little well, bit. And, and it's, it's, uh, it, it ties right in, yeah. um, Sam, to... That partnership, you know, here, mm -hmm. here are public and private entities that are yeah. partnering together to give crime prevention information to a dynamic of our community. And, um, you know, we can't reach everybody through in-person. So yeah. having those partnerships, I, I heard, um, uh, I know you know Mike Blake. He's mm -hmm. the mayor of, of Coco, yeah. um, a 30-year school teacher, um, uh, just such a, a great guy. And I heard Mike Blake say something one time. And, and I, 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 I always give him credit for this, although I'd like to um, uh, say it was my idea, but it wasn't. But I heard Mike Blake say one time that there's all sorts of ships in the ocean. There are battleships. There are cruise ships. There are cargo ships. Um, you know, in our community, we even uh, have spaceships, Sam. But nothing calms rough seas like partnerships, friendships, and relationships. And so we set out to build partnerships, friendships, and relationships with our community. And in doing so, we collectively, not not just the 1,700 men and women of the Brevard County Sheriff's Office, not just the Melbourne Police Department or the Titusville Police Department or the Satellite Beach Police Department, all of us as partners with our citizens have, have set off a course here of lowering our crime rate that has worked like none of us ever imagined. Sheriff, I'm going to wrap up here shortly, but my turn to share a little something with you. In past life contacts, one of my good friends is a former sheriff, Bob Crowder. Oh, Martin I know Bob County. very well. Uh, I knew Bob as, uh, as a, a, a road patrol deputy and have followed him through uh, his tenure as sheriff and, and his retirement. In a number of years ago, in a, a media release, he got into trouble for saying that there was a deadbeat dad, and deadbeat dads, you need to pay your damn bills. And one of the people named in the release was, at that time, more than a million dollars behind on child support. The man, I'm not going to identify him, sued the sheriff and said, you can't say that. I am not a deadbeat dad. I owe a million dollars, but I'm not a deadbeat dad. Sheriff took it all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said, in a nutshell, because I'm not an attorney, Sheriff Crowder, you can say that in your official capacity because that's your job. And I'm giving you some thoughts here because you recently got into a little bit of a, a brouhaha over the wheel of fugitives from someone saying, hey, you know, I'm not a fugitive. Yeah. But you have that capacity, and all I'm saying, Sheriff, is give them hell. Well, I will tell you that, uh, and, and you said, you know, a little brouhaha. Uh, 
what what was created by a local media outlet here um, and I say created because it is absolutely a joke when the truth comes out um, everybody nobody will be surprised because everybody knows what we do here we do with diligence and we do to protect our community so when the truth finally comes out and uh, as I like to say the truth be told um, nobody's going to be surprised they're all just going to go hmm, go figure so but you're right and you know I worked with Bob Crowder for um, many years when I was with FDLE in Fort oh, I Pierce. didn't realize that yeah, yeah. Um, he was the sheriff in Martin County when I was a uh, I was FDLE from, um, in Fort Pierce from 1993 to 2000, and um, I worked uh, with him. And actually, um, the, the current sheriff down there, Will Snyder, and I yep. worked cases together um, back then, and now he's sheriff of, of Martin, and I'm sheriff of Brevard. Small world. Yeah. Well, Sheriff, I know there's sometimes you can't go into all the details, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, as your gray-haired host here, I get to... Uh, cut through and, and give my opinion and uh, why do you get to say a, an opinion Sam because I can do that and that's what I'm all about because I support law enforcement yeah. and I support the job that you are doing here so no, thank you Sam. we appreciate that yes sir great to be with you sheriff can you come back at some time in the future anytime you're ready man very good ladies and gentlemen we have that on the record so Looking forward to that, and in the meantime, I'm Sam Yates, your gray-haired host of the Great American Senior Show. Have a great day, everybody.